Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee is for Closers. We are here for the first time in a little bit. Mm-hmm. How was your New Year's? Um, when I was with you, so I know exactly how it was. <laughs> My son wanted to stay up till midnight. I agreed. We uh, tried to do that. My wife found us asleep on the couch before 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> we just pretended like there was nothing going on and put the kids to bed like normal. Yeah. And then figured if they got woken up by the fireworks, they'll pop, 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 pop. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Perfect. So we went to bed. Yeah. Perfect way to spend your It's years. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got a, a message from a friend of mine. He's like fam- Finn, family friend. He's like 21. Yeah. And he was like at a big house party. And he like sent me this photo of like chicks. And he was like, I'll send you the address. You'll come. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, as much no, as I love hanging out with you, I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. I'm at home on the couch watching Emily in Paris. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I um I've been anti New Year's stuff for a long time. I think yeah. that uh, truth is, you know, back when we used to party, like I couldn't imagine anything worse than going out partying these days. But uh, when I did, I did it all the time. And so what happens on New Year's is a bunch of dangerous people who yeah. really aren't can't used to be, going out. Yeah, aren't used to being drunk and can't handle themselves. Yeah, and also think that there's some kind of uh, magic reset. <laughs> Two fucking stupid things. So yeah. it's dangerous. I don't like going out on New Year's. I had yeah. the bejesus kicked out of me um, when I was like fifteen or sixteen on New Year's. Like, how? Oh, what was her name? Oh, dude, it was it was a it, it was it was the first time in my life that I was set upon by a rogue group of children that beat the shit out of me. Save <laughs> the second. Ex special forces sniper turned entrepreneur. I've scaled numerous businesses to eight figures. My name is Matt Ryder. This is my podcast, and I'm telling you to put that coffee down. down. The second time things you went got your differently. Come up in, <laughs> but I too was a child. Sweeter than punching a 12 year old. I too was a child the first time around and had the shit kicked out of me. Uh, like all my teeth knocked out. It was a disaster. Really? Yeah, yeah. Me and Tyndall trying to put them back in, ambulance, the whole lot. It was a disaster. Um, over like a case of beers or something. I was, it wasn't even Fair mine. Enough. I was just the wrong, I was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Same as what happened the second time around. the guys around. who look similar to the our, <laughs> guys that are friends. But it went yeah. very differently the second time around. <laughs> we yeah. can tell. If we start a Patreon, we can tell. <laughs> it turns out as a 15 year old kid being set upon by 30 to 40, 15 year old kids, I don't do so well. But as a 25 year old man, with a couple of combat deployments under my belt, being set upon by a group of fifteen-year-old kids, things go very differently. Yeah, fifteen-year-old, they look big, but they're very, they're very spindly. <laughs> you know, they're, they're light like birds, they're hollow bones. That was a wild day. That is. Yeah. All right, hey, uh, stuff. Yeah, we're talking about scams. Scams. It's one of the favorite things to meow, talk meow, about. Meow. <laughs> There's so many around. I just want to talk about like because today, I think in this day and age. You know, we like. I think the scammers have gone hyper obvious. Yeah, because you can, because um, you can just Google shit. Yeah. So they they want to get rid of all the people that have. Oh well, that sounds a bit odd. So now yeah. they just only want to deal with. Uh, I don't know, like the for sure the, they've the most narrowed vulnerable. the funnel. For sure they've narrowed yeah. the funnel. They like. I think that the, you know, the the what do you call it? The workflow yeah. has now determined let's put the obvious scammy stuff early yeah. to weed people out early so we don't waste any time. You like, don't want do people you, going like, I think this is a scam. I think scam. it's turning though. 
Really? A friend of mine called me the other day in the States. His mother got scammed by someone who deep faked his voice oh, wow. from his podcast. Oh, wow. So they took all the audio, put it through an AI generator, deep faked his voice and called his mother and tried to, like, with the exact voice of him, like, just from, oh, I just had to call you from a friend's number. Uh-huh. Like, can you send money to my account? Yeah. Here's the details. Wow. Bro. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, I actually ended up, I, I messaged my parents, <laughs> my wife, I messaged on the group chat, right? And I said like, hey, this is happening now. Mm-hmm. So the name of our first pet will be the, like the weird word if you think this is odd. Mm-hmm. And my wife goes, oh, Sally? <laughs> Are we using Sally? Hey, internet, <laughs> unsecured internet devices. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we've changed it. Yeah. So as a family, you now have a full ISOPREP. Yeah, you're, you're I mean, but like if like there's just you so can't much, have to. There's so much video yeah, of yeah. you and me and what like out there yeah. that you could deep fake anything. Yeah, yeah, easily. So yeah, yeah, anything I say that is not correct has been deep faked. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. it's controversial, causes problems, could get me cancelled. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah, the shaggy, the shaggy defense. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Holds up in court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, right. that'll be that first case will be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't me. It just wasn't. <laughs> Shaggy comes in. It wasn't me. Uh, so scams, they're rife. They're everywhere. They are. And turns out that's not new. No. But I mean, they were so much more beautiful back in the day. <laughs> Carry on. Tell us about So that. I was just like, I was um, just going over. I was like, what are some interesting things? And I was thinking about, like, I never really read into it, but I know there was a guy that sold the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. He didn't just sell it once. Okay. He sold it a few times. So I went to look into him. And um, what was his name? His name is George C. Parker. And he was like a fully blown grifter back in like the like the early, like the late 19th and early 20th century. Okay. And so what was happening was there were tons of immigrants coming to New York. Mm-hmm. New York specifically was called the Golden Doors and, mm-hmm. you know, Ellis Island and all that kind of shit coming through. And mm-hmm. so there was like all these like hyper vulnerable people. But there was also people like coming in with tons of money mm-hmm. who were looking to, you know, st- like, yeah, stake their claim and invest. And so what this guy would do is he would just sell real estate that he didn't own. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, like, isn't that what everyone was doing in the early yeah. days in the U.S.? Yeah. He was just, yeah. <laughs> isn't that what very early? everybody yeah. was to selling be, things they didn't own? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair, that goes back a long way. <laughs> but so what he would do is he would just create these elaborate ruses where he would just sell. And then he got really, really bold. And he sold the Brooklyn Bridge twice. Mm. Um, Who's buying he, a bridge? What, what, what do you want I mean, with a just why not? So I think it was this. I think it was going back. Like, from trying to envision the situation, this is what I thought was funny about it. Was like, how does that sales chat go? Mm. And I, I don't know how you sell the bridge. I assume it was the naming rights. Okay. Right. Like, Maybe if I'm like, going to put a toll on there. Hey, Pat, you've got money. Yeah. Let's talk about your problems. Mm. What don't you have? I don't have a bridge named after well, me. <laughs> here we are. Well, <laughs> let's. Yeah. yeah, the Pat the Pat Memorial. Oh, Bro- whoa, whoa, Memorial. whoa! <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm gonna kill you. Obviously, <laughs> I'm gonna take your money. I'm gonna kill you too. Like that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just thought it was an interesting because I was like, I was like selling scams, like with penny stocks and you know pump and dumps and like selling like scams like that. I can I can sort of understand like you're just like fulfilling a pain point need for money and mm-hmm. those are just so easy and like pedestrian mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, like a scam is the easiest thing to sell. Mm. Like if you get someone who's crushing it selling a scam, like you put them on something legit, they'll probably struggle because like, like uh, the golden goose at the end 
there is no golden goose. Like, unfortunately, usually you have to, like, work hard. Yeah. That's why passive income, I think, is a kind of funny one, you know? Yeah. Like, what, what is passive? Yeah. I think there's degrees to passive, right? You hear people talk about, yeah. um, like, your Amazon shop or whatever being passive. I think... Even real estate is not passive. There's work to do, man. Like yeah. you have to manage that property and you can put someone in there that, that is that for sure, but there's still questions to answer. Like there's not, it, it, I, I don't, I'm always very skeptical of anything that says that it's passive income. Yeah. Like I think the whole, like in the, in, like the entirety of crypto is a scam. Mm. Um, but so is money. Yeah, Exactly. Right, and that's that's the thing. It was it's really funny. Like I think actually Andrew Tate. If I say Andrew Tate enough times, this thing will go viral. Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate. If you say him three times in a mirror, then you get canceled. Daddy Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, uh, he actually I think said it best. He was like, crypto is just player versus player. Mm. It's not anything but gambling. Mm. So it's like you're just across the table from somebody else, and you're trying to figure out when you can buy and when you can sell because like if you're going to sell high somebody's buying high mm-hmm. and then they're going to get fucked mm-hmm. you see this big logan paul scam happening at the moment no oh bro so a couple of years ago he um and this is like this is pretty related because he has such tremendous reach and such trust which i think is gone now i think he's legit fucked his trust because mm. he's done like five pump and dumps now mm-hmm. but he seems to get away with it every time mm. but now coffeezilla did a massive expose, like a three-part in-depth expose on uh, a thing he did about a year, year and a half ago called CryptoZoo. Okay. Right? And, and, and CryptoZoo is not dissimilar than like this guy is selling the fucking Eiffel Tower or whatever or selling, you know what I mean? Because the guy sold the Eiffel Tower three times, mm-hmm. right? Actually twice. He has a really funny story. I'll tell you about that afterwards. But, okay. Um, about how he got to sell the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's just the scams, bro, the scams. But so uh, like this guy's scams is basically a crypto scam because like a money printing scam, mm-hmm. right? So uh, he goes, I'm going to start a game. And he kept saying, it's a game. It's really fun. And you make some money. Right, it's great for kids. It's great for kids, Pat. Uh, great for kids. And he never he, he would say like, "Our oh, developers' kids can't stop playing it. They're having a fucking great time." They never even made the fucking game. Right, right. And so what they did is they they made a crypto zoo token. Mm-hmm. And if you do a pre-sale, the FTC gets involved. Okay. The moment you pre-sale anything, it's like you're under the SEC guidelines, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of pre-sale laws, like like I can't go, "Hey, Pat, I'm doing a pre-sale," like. And then, like, give it to all my friends and family. Like, I okay. can't do that. There are regulations around it because that's like insider trading. Mm-hmm. But if I do a fan, if I do a silent launch, okay, like I don't tell anybody that I'm launching it, and then I just launch a crypto token, and then I can just, you guys can just Google buy it. Yeah. Right? So it's a loophole. Okay. Right. So, so it's not a pre-sale. It is officially launched, but I can only tell the people that I'm interested yeah, in. And telling. where are you going to find it? Yeah. Yeah. So they did a pre. They did a. They did a launch, uh, like a, fa- a silent launch, and they just bought up, like. They only bought up like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of this token, right? And then from there, they did the official launch. Yep. Which obviously everybody else comes in and buy. And they like they made $200 million in a day. Oh, my God. Right? Because everybody else is buying and they're just dumping. Well, who's selling? Yeah. Right? Like they're selling their stock of it. Mm-hmm. And then the whole plan was like there's this game where you can earn these tokens and then you can cash out. For, right? And it was called CryptoZoo because what it was is like you got like NFTs – Right, of course, um, that were like of an animal, like a gorilla. Right, right. And then you get another one of a cat, and then you can combine them to make like Gorilla Kitty. Oh, my God. I have right? to play this game. And the rarer the combination, the more valuable the NFT. Of course. And then you can sell that, it does and you sound can become fun. a millionaire. It does sound fun. It does sound fun. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> right? Kids love it. They should get them into it. Right? And so, and then, like, so they did this launch, and they just never launched the game. Mm. And then they just kind of went. So people were like, <laughs> I got my tokens. I can't wait to play this game. Yeah. This is going to be so much fun. And I can't wait to mint my NFTs yeah. and then, like, trade them for money and, mm-hmm. and become a crypto millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this never did it. Right. She never did it. And never even paid the developers, like, as a whole thing. And just kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. You know, he went and fought Floyd Mayweather. Everyone forgot. Happy days. I think that is, you know, like, part of the role of internet personalities is controversy, right? So you, the best way to get out of one controversy is start a new one. Yeah. Right? Like, don't look over there. I'm doing something stupid and illegal over here. Yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry about what I did over there. Don't worry, about yeah, don't worry about that little guy. Yeah, I'm gonna go fight fight Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah. that's heaps more interesting. And like people just yeah. and like yeah. focus their attention somewhere else. Yeah, just wave your hands. You know? So how does he get away with this stuff? No, no, just no one cares. Is, is well, I mean, is, people is, lost a lot of money. Yeah. Bro. So is someone coming after him individually, or is there a the government th- department? Like the what thing happens is, here? Like with that one in particular, I don't think anything illegal was done. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because like they. Did, they didn't do a pre-sale. They did mm. a silent launch. They they launched a token. They bought that token on the open market. They sold their tokens on the open market. Mm. Like, there's nothing illegal about that. It's just fucking shitty. I just think that it catches up with you at some point. Oh, for sure, bro. Someone's going to kill that guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, have I ever told you a story about the guy with the dog thing? Let me tell you about that. No. Let me... How am I going to tell this story online? <laughs> so I met this guy who was a bikey, and... um. A, a bikey friend of mine introduced. I was at his house, and this other guy came over, and it was very uncomfortable. It was a tattoo shop thing, right? And um, the, they're trying to uh, like involve me in the conversation, and they're like, "This guy, I won't say his name. Um, he's into dogs. You should talk to him about dogs." I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay." And he goes, "Yeah, I got six dogs." I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool." Kind of dogs. So like, they are they're these badass shepherds. I'm like, "Oh yeah, he yeah, goes, mate, they're fucking killers." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool." Um, he goes, "No, I get into my house. They're dangerous. They'll kill you. I've got them chained out." I'm like, "But you get in the house, right?" Like, you can walk through and he goes, yeah, yeah, they're on these chains. I said, so, like, it's not really a very good security system um, because, like... If you can do it. If there's a way in, doing it. Like, I get that it's a deterrent and 90% of security is perceived and it's all about deterrence. But, like, as a dog expert, if you're interested in my opinion, and he was like, clearly not, I was like, oh, just get one dog. I would just have one and take it everywhere with you. And the thing oh, about dogs actually are... Actually kill someone. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, the thing about dogs are they're really not very difficult to defeat, especially in like a home setting. So like a, a dog will for sure stop a crime of opportunity, right? Because you, if there's a house with a dog and one without, and I'm just going to rob a house, I choose the one without. Why not, right? It seems crazy. Sense. But if I'm coming to get you and I'm planning, the dog won't even slow me down, right? Like he- we'll Steak over he, here, you <laughs> He will add 30 seconds to my my plan. Well, I'd wear a botsu. Like I would just- yeah. Like, if you knew there was a dog. Yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. coming in to get you and I know you have dogs, I'll wear a bite suit. And like, they're not hard to buy. I can buy them online now and like, it won't slow me down at all. I won't even have to injure your dog. No I'll, they can't buy a bite suit. I'll, I'll wear a bite sleeve. I bought every bite suit. Yeah. I'll wear a bite sleeve and I'll bring a collar and a, a leash. I'll let the dog bite the sleeve. I'll put the collar on the dog and I'll tie the leash well, around. Well, it's a great time. Yeah. Arr. And then I'll say, good boy. And I'll, <laughs> I'll say, good boy. And I'll walk off. And he's like, man, I told you I have... Six dogs. I was like, yeah, I get it. And, and I, I still think one that can go places with you and likes you and would choose to d- defend you, would choose to do that, I think is probably a better move than six. And he's like, mate, I, I have six 
dogs. And, said, and they're chained up at home. You can't take them anywhere, right? Like, where are they now? Anyway, that was on a Sunday. He got shot dead on Tuesday by his Tyler because he didn't pay him. Dude walked straight up to him, shot him in the head in the street. And, and Should have had a dog. <laughs> well, it shows because he was a proper underworld dude and uh, he probably had plenty of people that he ripped off and whatever, but it was his Tyler. He backed into a corner. The, the Tyler was just like, hey, man, like I have nothing. You've, you you didn't pay me for the job that I've done. And he had E or It was a huge gig. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like he did his bathroom. Like it was a whole big thing. The guy went to jail for it. It, it Like he... He was like, I have nothing left. You've taken everything from me. I have nothing left to lose. And if I'm going to go to jail and have my three meals a day because that's the only place I can afford to do it, yeah, yeah. I'll do it for shooting you. And he just walked straight up to him and shot him in the street. And so I always, that's like been a formative thing. Whenever I hear of people ripping people off, I'm like, eventually you rip off that Tyler. Because yeah. he was not a guy in the criminal underworld. He doesn't abide by the rules of that, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was just a dude that got backed into a corner and was like, well, this is like, is it? I'm fucked. So you're fucked as well. Yeah. And like, I always think of that whenever I hear of people ripping people off. I always think, oh, like eventually you rip off one of those people. I think you said it best. You don't want to have anxiety opening your emails. Oh, no oh, way. It's the worst. No Might as well just make less money. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I've had that conversation with tons of people. It's like, oh, just make less money. Yeah. Like you don't need that much stuff. Yeah. Like if it's the difference between having a nice BMW and having a, like a McLaren. Yeah. But like I'm fully happy. Yeah. Bro, BMW all the way. The <laughs> I drive is better system anyway. Yeah. And it's not like the question is like, uh, you're going to yeah. be destitute living for a wheat fix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's you'll like, be good or really good. Yeah. yeah. It's like you can make tens of millions like, or a hundred There's million. an ex-client that fucking owes me 20 grand, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Let's go get him. Right? And he has Lambos and wears nothing but Fendi dripped out head to okay. toe. And whenever he goes live, I go, pay me my money. <laughs> On Instagram, I text him all the time. You gotta pay for my money, right? That yeah. he would put up a photo dripping out in Fendi. I was like dripping out in Fendi, but you still can't pay me my money. Yeah, like what's happening? Does he ever acknowledge anything? About oh that? no, never. No, Just no. he's blocked it. me for sure. <laughs> it's gone to nothing. Like, that makes me feel good though. Yeah, like, that right. And I was hoping I would see him at ClickFunnels. Yeah, and I, I was like, I was gonna whisper because he would be with all the boys. I'd be like, yeah. I don't embarrass you. We'd be like, Hey man, we're gonna go to an ATM, <laughs> and you're oh, you're gonna give me that. Money. Like that, you owe me twenty thousand dollars, which is like to me, it's not that much money. Yeah, but it's enough. Well, this is the thing. I think that's it's enough where I won't get well. in trouble. But I'll go to him and go, "Hey, like, or I can you can give me your watch." Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, yeah, you're gonna give me something worth twenty grand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> your shoes. I would like your shoes. <laughs> your shoes are maybe worth two grand, but I like emotionally it's worth it's worth it it's worth it to yeah. me just to walk away with the shoes it's to like, see him fucking walk away. <laughs> That's when me and Ryan had the slap bet. Do you remember that? Yeah. Me and Ryan had the slap bet and it had to end early. And I was going to win, but I agree that on the terms that we set, we didn't meet it because he had to deploy and so we couldn't meet the end date. Yeah, yeah. If we went any longer, he would have won because he was fatter and he had more to lose, (laughs) right? And I was kind of at like, I I was ready to end it. So I was like, okay, we need a way to acknowledge that I win and that you lose, but it's not the original bet. And he's like... If I gave you all the money in my wallet, would that <laughs> would that help? I was like, yeah, that would do it. He had about eighty bucks. That would do it. I was like, you know what? I'm okay yes, with that. This, this, I, you are sufficiently hurt. Yeah, we can carry on. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so um, going back to these these scam guys. So the guy who sold the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. right? 
He started out, he was always a scammer, just a grifter, just kind of like, just going around, just taking money from people. It's just, man, scamming people. Could you imagine if you went back in time and there was no internet? Yeah. And like, you knew what you knew now? Yeah. And you just like, like, have you ever read the, the have you ever seen the movie, The Invention of Lying? Uh, yes. Ricky Gervais? Yeah. He's lying? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm the president. <laughs> like, oh, he's the president. Oh, and yeah. I like it how he like accidentally re- invents religion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's just like, oh. Um, but yeah, so like these guys, because there is no like Googling. So yeah. There's no reviews, no nothing. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, oh, he wears a suit. Mm-hmm. He's clearly a reputable human being. It's a briefcase. Yeah, and, and there's just there's all no the, photos either. Nothing. So you don't even know what people look like. And to change your appearance, you only have to like mildly change your <laughs> Put on glasses. Whole new person. Yeah, Superman. Superman style. <laughs> Have you seen that meme about the movie about Superman that they should make? Yeah. Where it's like, I would love to see a movie where the CIA is trying to kill Clark Kent, <laughs> but, they, they, but not because of Superman, because he's a really good journalist. Yeah. And they can't figure out why <laughs> they can't somebody. kill him. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a comedy, like, yeah, a, like yeah, a buddy yeah. cop comedy. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that'd be good to see. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen the new Super Pets? Yes, you know yes. with the Superman's dog, and yeah, yeah. like the the other dog's like, you think I can't recognize you? <laughs> it's just glasses. You think I'm crazy? <laughs> so good. Um, so this guy he started off. Uh, he pr- he did money boxes, mm-hmm. right? So he had a he had a box that could print one hundred dollar bills. Okay, right? Crisp, authentic. Took about six hours to print a bill. Wow. Right. Okay. So what he did is he went on to like gambling steamboats, right, where all mm-hmm. these rich guys were out gambling. And he was like, come here, come here, come on, huh, yeah, say, right? Yeah, and yeah. did the whole thing. Did a big sales pitch. He was like, cranking this dial, cranking this dial, cranking this dial, and this fucking, like, paper goes in, a crisp hundy comes out. Uh-huh. Boom, boom, boom. C-note drops it down, right? And then, boom, does it again like that, you know, after this whole big production. And so he sells the boxes. Yep. Sells them, and this is in, like, the like the late 1900s for, like, 50 Gs, mm-hmm. right? Because you can print hundreds with it. 50 Gs. Make that back I mean, in a day. It's the equivalent of, like, 5 million bucks, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? And then there was two $100 notes in each one, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the rest was just blank paper. So what he did is he would sell it to all the rich guys on the boat, give them their boxes, and then just fucking jump out. Yeah. Like, he was, boom, I'm gone. No one could find him. Then they'd start cranking these things. It would take hours because of the gear ratio. Mm-hmm. And to crank this thing for six hours. So he had six, six hours, hours to get out. Yeah. <laughs> right, right? Six hours. It was like, it's like it's o'clock. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I got six hours. I'm on the run. Yeah, and because it, it's, it's just the gearing. I, 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 I went... I won't go into it, but I went deep into a gear YouTube loop a while ago. Okay. And this guy made like Lego gears mm-hmm. and it was like 4 million years <laughs> for the, <laughs> for the last to one to turn. Yeah. It was like, it was like that. And by the time it went through all the gearing, it was like yeah, 4 yeah. million years. Yeah. Yeah. That, or it was like, there was one of them. There was, it was longer than there is atoms in the universe. Okay. Right. <laughs> so that's so it's not going to happen. It's outrageous. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So like, you, you imagine can, all the guys on the boat. Cranking away, Crank looking away, at each other, so like, excited. we're printing money. Pat, Pat, we're going to be comes rich. Out, wow, look at this. Yeah. Still going. Six hours later, another one comes out. Yeah. 12 hours in. Yeah. 18, 18 hours. Mark, just a so blank like, piece of paper comes out. You're like, that's an anomaly. Yeah. That's that can't be you it. You would think it. You go again. How many times do you think you'd go through it before you were convinced you got three. 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 Yeah. I would print out one. That's how punishment works. It's usually three reps. So it would be yeah. the same effect. It would be then like the first, the you go, that's not right. Yeah. Second one, you go, oh, something's. Definitely off here. Yeah. Third one, you go, I have been scammed. Yeah. So, 
So with two real ones, three fake ones, he's bought himself 30 hours to get away. He's gone forever. In that days, he might as well have died. Yeah. Yeah. You're oh, never, 30 you're hours. Seen. You're a whole new person. Yeah. <laughs> like this with glasses on? Yeah. You'd have time to right. shave. You'll never see him again. Shave, get a haircut. Yeah. You're a whole new guy. Yeah, he could be your cousin, you wouldn't know. <laughs> Change your clothes. People were so stupid back in the day. <laughs> Yet here we are getting scammed by Nigerian princes. <laughs> Constantly. Right? Yeah. So yeah, then that guy, then he married some chick. Okay. Dude, like he needed tons of money. Mm-hmm. So like he'd been scamming everyone in the States and he's like, I should probably get the fuck out. Yeah. People are figuring out. I'm just putting my finger yeah. up against my, <laughs> my lip. Right. And then so he goes off to Paris. Okay. Paris. And he's like, oh man, that Eiffel Tower is pretty nice. <laughs> so he sells someone it. Someone would love to buy that. He sells it. He sells it for 17 grand. Okay. The first time. Yep. And then he sold it for like 30 grand the second time. Okay. And then just bugged out. So who's he selling it to? Then he got, well, he just sold it to like random Americans that were visiting. Right. And he sold it because he said he would rename it in their name. Right. Okay. So he had like, it wasn't so it was like naming you, rights. You're buying the naming rights. Okay. Right. And then he got busted because he did it to the wrong guy and went to Alcatraz. Mm. Died there. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. I feel like. Had a good life though. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not pro scammer, but I feel like. Scamming someone out of 30 grand to have the Eiffel Tower named after them, they're probably someone that deserves to have their 30 grand scammed away from them. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, yes, I do want it to be called the Pat Stewart Tower. <laughs> if, and if they're random Americans in Paris, <laughs> like, yeah, I want it called the, <laughs> the, what's the John Wayne Tower. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is those brass statues. Mm. Yeah. Which ones? All of them. What about him? Well, it's like fine. they just brought up one of like, I don't know, I'm pretty into basketball. Um, Dirk Nowitzki, who was okay. like the best player for the Dallas Mavericks. They just erected a statue of him, like doing a fadeaway jumper. At Amazing. the front. <laughs> he goes to every game. Yeah. Right? Still. Just because he lives in Dallas, right? He's like he's like the goat of the Mavericks. Yeah. Although now Luka Doncic is going to destroy every record he's ever had. Okay. Dude scored 50 points in his uh, three, three out of the last five games. He scored 50 points. Is that a lot? That's a lot of points, bro. <laughs> I don't know. He did a triple ball. double, which means he did sixty points, twenty. A triple re- double. Sixty points, twenty rebounds, ten assists. Something happened like three times in the history of the NBA. Wow. He's they should make good. a brass statue of him. Yeah, they 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 will. Which begs, will they melt down Dirks? <laughs> I mean, but, they just put it in storage. Yeah, but I mean, where did that come from? Making brass statues. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been happening for thousands of years, so. I would say, well, not necessarily brass, but they've been making statues for a long yeah. time. You know, I drove past a house that's just being completed in Double Bay, mm. and they use copper downpipes. Oh, that'll was, get stolen. I was like, balling, out of control. Copper like, downpipe. I was like, yeah, you know you know what I can really need on my house? Extraordinarily expensive downpipes mm. to take the water from the top of the house to the bottom of the house. Well, it'll be antibacterial. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It'll patina nicely. Yeah. Oh, it'll look beautiful. Yeah, it will. It will yeah. look beautiful until it yeah. gets stolen. Yeah. So that's that's some. I've got some of the modern scams here as well. Mm. Let me get into it. So there's a couple. We'll like. We'll we'll bowl through them quickly because I thought they were quite funny. So there was one which was the. It was called the billion dollar homepage. Okay. Right in the nineteen uh, in two thousand five. Sorry, a college student named Alex Two created a website called Billion Dollar Homepage. And his plan was he was selling advertising space for $1. Mm-hmm. And he was going to have a billion businesses, of which there isn't, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> there isn't a billion businesses, I don't think, mm-hmm. right? Uh, advertising space for $1. And he, like, spurt, it was a huge thing where this, this business can worth a billion dollars. I kind of vaguely remember this. Yeah, and it's just like, 
instead of it being worth a billion, he sold like a couple thousand of them. Yeah, good enough. For a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, so he made a couple grand. Good enough. And off he went. Did yeah. he make the page? Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's still up, but it was billion-dollar homepage. Let's have a look at it right now. I can check Did you, do you know uh, world.com? You ever heard that story? No. It's not a scam, but it was like the it was like the world.com was like the first dot-com boom. Mm. So like right in like the early 2000s, late 90s or whatever it was, right? Like right in the beginning of the dot-com boom, there was a website called world.com. Mm. And they had nothing, no product. Whoa. It's billion-dollar Billion dollar homepage redirects to calm.com. Oh, well played. Yeah. Obviously, they know that it's cheap. People Google it. Like they hear the story. Yeah, like the app. And if you've just been ripped off for a billion dollars, <laughs> probably a meditation app. Is probably, yeah, it's not bad. Probably going to help. Um, yeah, that redirects to calm.com. That's clever. Yeah. Yeah. It's clearly you're looking for something. Yeah. Yeah. Might billion well, dollars. Might as well breathe. But so this guy, this world.com, and it was this business, right? And they like they had no business. They had nothing, but they like listed on the stock market mm -hmm. with zero revenue mm -hmm. and sort of zero idea as to what they were going to do. But they managed to get listed on the NASDAQ. Okay. And instantaneously, the company was worth billions of dollars. Mm. And they did like an interview with the guys who, who owned it. And they were like, had no revenue. Therefore, they had no money. Mm. And, and so they were worth hundreds of millions of dollars each. But they had no money because, like, they can't sell their stock. Mm -hmm. It's why, like, someone was to me a while ago. They're like, "Oh, would you consider going public?" And I was like, "No." They're like, "Why not? You could cash out." I was like, "Really? I could cash out? How am I going to cash out?" Yeah. Like, if I'm the CEO and I just dump half my stock, what do you think is going to happen to the stock? Yeah. It just fucking disintegrates. Yeah. So, like, what's the? So, like, I would like there. Are a lot of other people would benefit from me doing it. Like. Like, minority shareholders would make a ton of money because they could dump half of it. No one's going to care if they do it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would just have all of my money trapped. Yeah. You would be handcuffed to it for Totally. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a terrible idea. So these guys, they were telling the story. They were worth, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. And they were, like, having these parties and their friends were expecting to pay for anything. They had no money. Like, zero money. And there was no revenue stream. There was no even thought to what the revenue stream would be. And it was like there was such a frenzy around the URL world.com that it just skyrocketed on the NASDAQ for no reason. And then mm. like they thought they could figure it out and they just didn't. They never produced any money and just collapsed. What happened to world.com? It's just, I don't know. Let's find out. Here we go. <laughs> it probably redirects to com. <laughs> world.com. Loading. World Accelerator. We love helping entrepreneurs succeed and businesses grow. Um, Why not? Yeah. Uh, it's something. It uh, doesn't look very exciting. But yeah, it's something now. Yeah. Another one, which is still going today, which is magic water filters. Oh, magic water filters. Magic water filters. So I think in like the, in like the early 90s, the, the, in the 80s and 90s, it was uh, magnets. I bought those. Yeah, you bought the water the magic, <laughs> the magic magnets? I didn't buy the magnets. So. What'd you buy? I bought the magnets that go in your shoes. So <laughs> did, you did you have a power band? Everyone on Rotation 1 did. Uh, a certain captain, who I won't say the name of, 
um, who now works in real estate and stuff, okay. was ripping off everyone on the trip, selling these fucking magnets, right? And he had this routine, but his sales pitch was incredible. He would get you to do max push-ups and uh, put your head. So there were these uh, liners that go in your boots. Like they were just a sole liner, right? Yeah. That had magic magnets in it, right? And what he'd do is there was a couple of different tests he'd do. The two I can remember, he'd get you to do uh, cold max push-ups. Then he'd explain to you how the things work and whatever, and then you'd go max push-ups again with your hands on the the magnets. Of course, you can do more when you're warmed up, like because <laughs> he'd pitch okay, you. It was the magnets. Yeah, so you do cold as many as you can, and like this is all SF guys. So you're talking guys that can do more than a hundred push-ups, yeah, and they're gonna want to beat it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so you get them warmed up. So they do like eighty odd push-ups first time around, right? Yeah. And then he pitches, you're recovering, and then you go max reps second time. Of course you can do more. And, like, it's probably 10%, 20% more. And then he pitches to you, like, holy shit, 10% performance increase. Are you fucking kidding me? The other one was flexibility. Are you kidding? Yeah. The other one was flexibility. I thought you were going to do, like, eight max. But 10? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys! But we were in Afghanistan, for God's sake. you like, 10% better? That's the difference between me being alive and dead. Yeah. Buy me out. Give me six pairs. More people I'll be sixty percent better. You'll probably get a VC. Yeah. So then his second test was about flexibility. So he'd get oh. you. <laughs> so he'd stretch your back and go, "Oh, that's your max max range." Yeah. So he's stretching you. He goes, yeah. "Oh, that's your oh, max that's range." What you got, man. That's what okay. You got. Now step forward onto the things. Oh well, of course. On the second <laughs> rep, you go further, and we're all we're just dum dums. We're like, yeah, "Yeah, amazing. How much are they? Eighty bucks. Fuck ah. yeah, yeah." <laughs> 80 bucks, I'm making seven grand a month. Like, oh, what, what is it? Seven grand a pay or whatever it is. Seven yeah, grand yeah. every two weeks, tax free. Fuck yeah, sign me up. 80 bucks, fuck yeah. Yeah. Mate, he, he must have made at least $80. <laughs> so I bought him. Hey, do you remember the power bands? Everyone was around for yeah, a while? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. hologram. I, I, I didn't fall for that. I Neither did I. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I wanted it. I was like, a hologram? Mm. I was like, I don't see it doing much. Did they had to refund everyone, didn't they? They got like... I don't know. Yeah, that that they if you wanted your money back for the power band, they had to give it to you. Yeah, I think you just cop that. Yeah, I mean you should. Yeah, be like, and the letter from CEO would have been like, "Come on, guys, it was a hologram on your wrist. Yeah. It wasn't gonna do much. You knew you had baseball cards when you were a kid that were just holograms. <laughs> Did they like, make you, you feel had tons amazing? of them. like that? Yeah. Have you ever been scared? Um, like legit scared, not just like not paid, but like has anybody ever played a long game on you? I mean, maybe. Yeah, hey, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. You know, the, I had a fucked up thing happen, mm. which was uh, like I was scammed. Well, not scammed, but it was fucked up. Was uh, I remember I tried to get a business loan. This is years ago, and we were trying to fund one of the gyms, and I got denied. They said you have bad credit. And I was like, uh, I have great credit. I've never missed a payment of anything in my whole life, and I've had credit cards and home loans and stuff. Like, I know you have a black mark on your Vita account, which is you know like the Vita. You know they they track all the credit scores and everything. So I was like, okay, where's it from? And they gave me the company. It was like, it was an energy company. I was like, I've never been a customer. of It has to be a mistake. I called them up and they go, oh, you've never been a customer. And I go, yeah, I know, but you've still put it. You've, you've put like a black mark on my credit account. Can you sort it out? They go, nah, it's company policy. We don't remove those. I was like, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not beholden to the policies of your company because I've never been a client of yours. Like, yeah. you know. So anyway, I ended up calling the ombudsman, did this whole thing. I found out and I was on the phone with them. And they found out it was a power bill unpaid from like two years of power for an apartment that I rented with a guy called Ben Chuck. Ben Chuck was my best friend for years. He was killed in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan in 2010. And um, I, 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 they finally gave me the information. I go, oh, are you on a computer? 
And they go, yeah. And I go, I want to Google the name Benjamin Chuck. Like that. And they go, yep. And they're like very silent. And I was like, did you see the very good looking man that was killed in a helicopter crash? One he, of the most beautiful yeah, human most beautiful human human beings the ever. And they were like, yes. And I was like, okay, that's the person that you're looking for. And he's dead. And they were like, ah, uh, yes. And I was like, so why am I copping this bill? They're like, oh, you're on the lease. Even though it was all in his name. So we had it like, we had our bills just, you know, the, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You pay those ones, I'll pay those ones. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's how we work it out, right? Everyone had money. No one gave a shit. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay. They're like, yeah, you got to pay it. I was like, you're making me pay this? They're like, yes. And I had no money at this point. I was just PT. I spent all my money um, like Two traveling. years where the power bills would be. Yeah. Good. Well, the people who moved in after us just, they kept seeing the bills. Ah, ben Chuck. Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's still paying the bills. Right? <laughs> Hopefully one of them listens to this fucking podcast. Um so anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm in a conundrum. I go, do I call Ben's mum? Mm. And I'm like, I don't mm. think I could make that. <laughs> yeah, that's not the play. I don't think I could. So anyway, I ended up negotiating with him. They, they cut it down by like half and I had to pay it. Mm. It was pretty rough. That was it being scammed. But I don't think I've ever actually been like scam scammed. Mm. Um, just because I'm not good at following through with lots of things. <laughs> I think like I've been partway through scams yeah. and then just kind of given up. Yeah. yeah. It seems too hard. Yeah. 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 It's a, like I've bought a shitty course that I spent 10 grand on um, that I was like, as soon as I got the content, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like this is shit. Uh, but it wasn't a scam. Yeah. Was, I've done that a few times. It's just shit. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> I, I bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like I, 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 I thought I, it was going to be better than it was. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't call the guy a scammer. He's a piece of shit, but I wouldn't yeah. call him a scammer. I was, um, I remember once I did a course and then like did another course and it was the same course. Mm. Like exactly, like word for word. Right? Okay. So I did a course, oh, fix it, his name, Travis Jones. I don't give a fuck, right? Fuck you, Travis. If you watch this, <laughs> you're a piece of shit, right? So, um, <laughs> and everyone who's a, Everyone will agree he's had interactions with him. Um, so anyway, he developed this course that he directly ripped off from somebody else. Okay. Right? So, so which one did you buy first? I bought Travis's first. Right, and okay. then I did Thor. He's a sales coach in Australia. Knows his stuff. He's good at what he does, right? Um, so I did his course. And then I called Thor and I was like, hey, man. You ripped off Travis. No, no, I said, <laughs> no, I, I'd figured out what happened, right? And I was like, hey, man, like, I know this isn't your fault, but I've done this course, <laughs> right? And I was like, I've done the course. I know it's not your fault, but like you're the second guy. So I either need a refund or something different. And so we had to, we ended up organizing some other stuff, but um, it was quite funny. Cause I was, it was like literally word for word. Yeah. Right. And it was like a sales and marketing course. It was like quite basic on both, but like would have been, it was good information when I had it. It was that very first course that I bought, mm -hmm. you know, that taught me his had more of a fitness bent because it was a fitness one. And then the other one was more like generalized business and sales mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm. But um, yeah, it was pretty funny so to buy like two identical courses delivered by different people within two months of each other. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's what you get for yeah. just binging courses. Yeah. And, and like the second one was 10 grand. The first one was six grand. So I was like, well, I mean, I paid six grand for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. Funny. But yeah. And we're about to do another one. Uh, Another what? Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Are we done? I think so. Okay. People don't need a resolution, do they? No. no. I mean, fuck them. You, you didn't get scammed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This shit's free, so fuck you. <laughs> you know? But speaking of not free, you can go to the closing code, $50 it's, a week. It's not free. It's close to free. It's yeah. free adjacent. Yeah. 
Fifty I, bucks a week is free adjacent for the level of. It uh, is. It is. I joined a Patreon recently, and mm. they call it the Cult Babies. Cult Babies. The Cult Babies. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I might steal that. Yeah, it is. If you want one of the Cult Babies, join in, and they, and they take the same way. They go. They go three pound a month, ten p a day. Like one guy says three pound a month, the other guy goes ten p a day. You're <laughs> literally cheaper than chips. They have this whole back and forth. It's pretty good. All right. Yeah, if I you took to this do that. seriously, we should work on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, bye. Bye. Put that coffee down. down. down.